What's going on in my Say It Loud family? You know who it is. It's your host, Boogie the Beast. I hope your guys' New Year's is off to a great and super start. I wanted to give you guys some new episodes, and I got some good content that I didn't get to put out before the end of the year, but no better time than to do it right now. So without further ado, welcome back to the best podcast out there. Say it loud. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? Once again, is your host, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in to my episodes. I am on the run still, as I like to say, not stealing it from Beyonce. Please don't sue me. Um, getting ready to finish up here in Phoenix, Arizona after three weeks of visiting. Once again, thank you so much for everybody who I got to hang out with and rock with um, and just hang out with. But before I left, I was at a hookah lounge. I met a young lady um, who has a great story and an amazing platform that I want to not only her here, but I also want to learn a bit more about her. So without further ado, I'm going to let her introduce herself because I definitely have messed up a couple times saying her name and I want you guys to hear it from her first and then I'm going to call it her name for the rest of this uh, conversation. So without further ado, Hello, floor is yours. Hello, everybody. My name is Amani. Amani. I was calling her Amina, Amira. I'm so sorry. So, Miss Amani, thank you so much for sitting down with me. How are you doing this evening? Thank you for having me. I'm having a good time and I'm so ready for this. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, like I was telling you guys, like I heard very, very little about her. So, a lot of my questions are going to be like I legitimately am sitting down on her first date kind of <laughs> talk to her and uh, just kind of get to know her really for what she has going on like I said and uh, just hear a little bit more so without further ado um, where are you from you know you could break it down for us a little bit let us know let the people know what you stand for well, not what you stand for yet but yeah. where are you from and all that stuff well I'm from Yemen okay I'm actually the first Yemeni female rapper in Yemen I rap about women rights women issues and what a Yemeni woman goes through in her daily basis and especially after the war it became more like of a mission to me to okay. rap about these things so for people who are geography geographically unsavvy where is Yemen Yemen is in the Middle East uh, it's a small town um, we're actually going through rough times right now we have war going on um, there's airstrikes and trouble that's why I'm actually here now hmm. um, yeah what was it like uh, and how old are you I'm 25 shout out to the 25 <laughs> quarter life um, what um, how like what was it like growing up there essentially because you spent all your years until coming here in yeah okay see uh first i was born in saudi okay saudi is next to yemen okay and after finishing my high school i had to move back to yemen to study um university and that's when it all happened that's when um i got inspired and i've seen a lot of uh, things and I heard a lot of stories and that made me you know start writing more okay what was it like like your childhood like 
uh, America versus being back home? Like, what is the, what are some of the cultural differences? What are some of the everyday differences? A literally culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I've never thought I would move here, to be honest. I had a nice life back in Yemen and had friends and everybody. But, you know, um, after what I've been through and after starting out as a female rapper and performing, uh, that was like, you know, that got me in a lot of trouble because it was against religion, against, you know, tradition. And it was something new for them because I wasn't, you know, wearing the traditional uh, outfit. Mm -hmm. Outfit attire. The hijab and everybody. And, And yeah, that's the thing. That's why they were shocked. They were against me. They didn't accept me you know, right away. Okay. Um, so, like, growing up, like, what did, uh, and what's your religion? I'm Muslim. Okay, so the average day uh, of a Muslim woman in Yemen compared to America, like, is it? It's totally different. Totally because, different. Yeah, there, uh, we have some rules we have to go, you know, with. Can you go into a few of them? Uh, or traditions, like, that you're, like, you're Muslim or, like, yeah. you're, and, you know, out here it's kind of like you're Muslim, like, you know, like, we would never do that, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, the, you know, uh, there's tricks there, and the men like are always like in more control. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, you know. Um, it's dominated by men, and when a woman does something different, like you know, anything like um, with art or politics, it's something new. So they they go against it right away. They don't accept it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you moved out to America about a year ago? Yes, a year ago. Okay. And, and after moving uh, here, um, I knew that I had to stay here. So I signed asylum. And hopefully, you know, my case will be accepted because I have nowhere else to go. I was, you know, literally threatening out to, to get out of Yemen mm. because what I do in my music. Mm. So, yeah. Um, Kind of going into that, uh, we'll just jump right into that um, with artistry and artists. Yeah. First, female Yemen rapper. Yemen. Now, how do you proclaim, or was the title given to you? Like, how did how was that given to you? Um, because maybe I was the first one who came out. Mm. I know a lot of Yemeni girls; they can rap, but they didn't come out. So I took the title because I came out. I stood against all the like you know challenges. I fight them. And look at me. I mean, like I've did, uh, like I've done a lot of things, and I ha- didn't have a chance to record any song. You know, I didn't know how, like, how to record them, how to record uh, by my own. I didn't have the equipment, and nobody there, you know, helped me for it. So I didn't record any song. I just did interviews, and I spoke about what I know, and I performed live too back in Yemen. And that, you know, that all made me go to tour, talk about what I do. So I really, you know, raised awareness. What, I what was it like going on tour knowing that what you were doing was um, culturally incorrect or culturally wrong going through that? Yeah, I faced a lot of, um, ju- you know, judging, people judging me, calling me bad names, um, threatening my families, saying that my dad didn't really, you know, teach me about Islam and my religion and what I'm doing is forbidding. Mm. And um, I know, you know, I, I know what I'm doing is right because... Um, I don't harm anybody with it. Um, it's all about peace, and it's all about, you know, sharing the, the good vibes and giving the girls, you know, the powerful voice. And so with giving the, the women, uh, women's rights, women mm-hmm. power, uh, showing them that, you know, I can stand up, so yeah. can you, where, does the, where did you originally or first know that, like, this is what I want to do? Like, when, when was it? Um, see, um, there was a campaign that we made about underage marriage. 
um, there was this girl I met. Her name was Miriam. It's Mary. Okay. Um, so we were in a girls' party, and she was there with two kids. And she was, like, younger than me by that mm. time. So I was like, are you babysitting them? What's wrong? She was like, no, those are my kids. So that's when I really got shocked. Like, you're young and the same as my age. And I'm having fun while you're raising two kids. That's not fair. Right. So she told me about her story and that her parents forced her to get married. And, yeah, her, like, her story really inspired me. So I was like, um, you've already in this, you know. You're already having, like, two babies, and they're beautiful. But I don't want other girls to be in your situation. Mm. So that's when I did my campaign about underage marriage. And we fought against the, you know, um, the government. And that's when everyone started, you know, talking about me and what I do. How did it feel uh, having the weight or, you know, the pressure of, like, all eyes on me? Shout out to Tupac. Um, All eyes on me type, you know, like, I'm going against, you know, everything. Like, what did that feel like? I felt free. Mm. In that moment, I felt free. I felt that, you know, okay, they will kill me. Then what, you know? Mm. Then another girl will come out after what I did. That's awesome. That's inspiring. Not awesome, but, yeah, it's inspiring. Yeah, I tried my best to inspire other Yemeni girls. And when I saw them, you know, sending me messages on Facebook and emailing me, trying to contact me and be my friend, and they were like, you're good, and we're, you know, you inspired us, and um, don't stop what you're doing. That's when I know, you know, what I'm doing is right. Now, you have one sister um, who's actually inside while we're recording this. Um, and then you have any other siblings or? No, it's just me and my sister. What did your, what was the, what was your, was it your, did you tell your sister at first? Like when, like, hey, I'm going to rap. Like, yeah. like, like I want to know that. Yeah. I okay. used to do that a lot. Um, I used to like, you know, copy other rappers at home. They knew, they knew already because I used to like just rap you mm-hmm. know, with the, with the music, whatever is going on. I just rap with them. So, yeah, um, I used to, like, copy Nicki Minaj style, and it was new there back then, so I was like, rum, 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 rum. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, what was that, Rome, not Romans, yeah, Romans, Romans Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that song. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, I started writing first. I was I didn't know that I was going to be a rapper, to mm-hmm. be honest. I didn't live my life to be like, I'm a rapper, you know, I was born for this, no. It just came out of nowhere. Uh, I started writing first, and then I knew, you know, I can sing those, and I can rap them. So I started, you know, looking at the lyrics, trying to, like, fit them in, and that's when I knew that I can do that. Now, did this come from or create off of you doing poetry, or did you yeah, just poetry. jump straight into, okay. It's just poetry. And that all had to do with women's rights as well, a lot of it? Yeah, sexual harassment, underage marriage, and uh, refugees through the war. Mm. Um, what, what was the family support like? Um, my family are fully supportive. Like, my dad, I grew up in a family that, you know, it's kind of open-minded mm-hmm. when it comes to religion and uh, tradition. Um, my family, like, they accepted it right away. And they knew I, was do- I wasn't I was doing this for fun, you know. I, I wasn't just rapping about, you know, itches and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I had a point in my lyrics. And that's when they were like, okay, you're, you're doing it good. And they saw, actually, my dad didn't actually believe it until he saw me traveling all wow. over. He was like, whoa, you're actually doing something. So who was or what was the... Um the first opportunity you had to do a concert or a show, like you said, you did it in Yemen. Yeah, I did it. Um, 
did like was it a women's group that reached out to you or did you just sign yeah. up for like it was a, like a culture foundation okay uh, it has a coffee shop so uh-huh. we used to chill there a lot and they used to do events like um, every Thursday and it was something new because the events were different it was like mix of uh, women and men, mm-hmm. which is new, and there were books, reading books, poetry, singing. It was something. So it was essentially it. like our open mic night or yes. poetry night. Yeah. Awesome. And they were against that place, you know. They actually, you know, threatened to bomb it and you know stuff because they were gathering. They called it a club, right? Not a culture foundation, mm. like club. That's a club. And so the first time you got the opportunity to travel with it, uh, what what was that like? Essentially, like. When you got the phone call, or was it like you know an email, and yeah. you're like, "Are you, you you want me to go on on tour?" Like, yeah. or you know, like what was that like? Um, at first, you know, uh, I stopped for a while because mm-hmm. uh, the war, you know, just happened out of nowhere. Uh, I heard airstrikes in the airport was closed, and my dad was in Saudi, so he was like, "You guys need to come here as soon as possible." So we had to wait until like the war kind of settled down, and we took a bus for three days back to <sighs> Saudi. I know it was. So rough, and um, and then uh, I stayed in Saudi. In Saudi, I can't do anything, you know. I do, you know, work and stuff, but I can't sing. I can't perform. It's more like strict. Because so it was like it was like a freedom prison for you. It was a hell for me. Yeah. That's when I got really like you know I'll just stop what I'm doing. I'll just stay here in Saudi and no 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 you know stereotype. And then I saw my email. I got an invitation to the United States. Mm. New York Lincoln Center. Shout out to New York. <laughs> so that's when I was like, okay, back on the track. Right. So yeah, it was something new for me. And so that time or that that tour, that trip that you took to America, to New York at the Lincoln Center. Yes. Um, to do a show. When you first like flew in and you know got through customs on stuff, can you walk us through like, wow, I'm here. Exactly. Like, what was that? What was that experience like? At first, I was I was thinking that my visa will get canceled. To be honest, I mm. wasn't excited at all because you know Yemenis they always get canceled whenever they go. So um, it was something like really different because it was my first trip alone. I always go with my sister everywhere. Oh, so this yeah, so this trip was alone. This was, yeah, wow. This was my first, and I was alone. How old were you? Uh, it was like two years ago. Okay. I was twenty. It was your Jordan year. <laughs> Shout out. So yeah, and then they uh, they told me that it's a global exchange and everybody's coming. Uh, you know, big people from New York, the mayor, and the one who's interviewed me was David Diggs. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so he, you were super happy yeah. then. That's dope. And I like I wanted to go to the Hamilton and he gave me like tickets to it. And so I you got like, to go yeah. to Hamilton. Wow. So imagine first trip to the United States, New York, Lincoln Center, Hamilton. <laughs> uh, what was the culture like uh, like when you first got in? I mean, so you guys obviously can't see her because this is a podcast, <laughs> but like she can dress, all right? She definitely is swagged out, little tracksuit right now, yeah. you know, real humble, real, real subtle flex. But uh, what was it like when you're like, man, I've only seen this on the Internet or yeah. like, you know, like pictures and stuff like that. And now I'm here. Like, what was the culture like, like in the different. airport or just getting into the city? Actually, you know, in New York, people were kind of, you know, busy mm-hmm. on their phone. But it was something new because everybody was rushing. Times Square was so full of people. And I was alone. I was like, this is my moment. And I really enjoyed it. And that, you know, that affected my life a lot. How, um, how, many, how many days or how long did you stay the first I time? I stayed there for a week. Mm. Yeah. Did you get to go do all the touristy things? Yes. That's so dope. I had to. What was your favorite part of New York? 
Times Square. Times Square. Times Square. Is definitely. it just because of the people or just because of, like, the photos and, like... Lights and everything. And I actually did um, a Refinery29 okay. interview at the Times Square. So, wow. yeah, it changed my life. New York has, like, a place in my heart. Piece now. of your heart now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when it comes to music, um, you know, like, when you were doing the interview or... Excuse me, doing the performance and all that stuff... Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk us through kind of like behind the stage and then you went on the stage like did your heart drop or well i know like you were like you know what this is my time like and it's i just pray it's kind of hard because whenever they're on air i just i just can't speak english that well right suddenly i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not my first language okay yeah. so yeah i suffer i kind of suffer like um but yeah it's not bad at the end people you know just they hear your story right um, what was it like when you got to touch the mic, bless the mic, um, in New York, mecca of hip-hop, um, you know, like when you were on that stage? You know, uh, when I rapped, uh, I never rapped with a beat. Really? Yes. So it was all acapella because, all okay, so yeah. guitar. Oh. Yeah, I rap with a guitar. Uh, so you do the guitar as well? No, I oh, wish. Okay. I, was I like, tried. <laughs> I can't function like right, right. multitasking. So uh, every time I go to a show, I perform the same songs. With a different guitarist. Wow. Yeah. And you kind of just tell them the chords or like, hey, this is what, yeah. yeah. That's so dope. It's fun because it, like, I spend time with the guitarist, know him, so at the show I feel comfortable and, you know. And then after New York, you went back? Yes, I went back to And then you got more emails to go on to. France, Sweden, yeah, Egypt, Lebanon. Damn. <laughs> so this is so, and this all came from like you said, just standing up and wanting yeah. to do something different. And, and every time I go, I tell them what you know Yemenis are going through. I was first speaking about women, but now I speak about the whole situation because sometimes the media doesn't show you everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. uh, with, with what's going on over there, can you kind of kind of backtrack a little bit because you've mentioned it a lot, but uh, just walk us through like exactly what's going on, like you know when you call back um, or email to your family and things like that like what are what are some of the issues that you're talking about with war is it more of religion is it um, like not real estate but like land property like um, uh, at first like I used to watch the news about you know other countries that in war I've never thought I would be in it you know Uh, that's the thing like people sometimes take advantage of their life they don't know when it's gonna flip right away right and that's what I was through you know I, I was going through and um, when it all started, we didn't have any electricity. Uh, we couldn't know what's going on. We just heard some airstrikes, and then we had to call our like our dad and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he watched the news, and it was like, oh damn, there's actually you know countries that airstriking you. You guys have you know have to go out of there. It was so hard because they were actually bombing you know behind our house and so you were windows. you were in yeah, yeah you were in I the was zone literally into it. Wow, that's, wow. And so, you know, being able to escape that. Um, and it's like, it's really sad because, you know, we Yemenis, we do, you know, have our own, you know, problems and stuff, but we don't deserve what's going on because we're happy people. Even though Yemenis, they don't like me that much, but uh, I know that deep inside, if they get what I, you know, what I'm come doing. From and, and yeah, and what I stand for, they will actually understand. Hmm. So I asked her, um, you know, for this interview, kind of like it's an impromptu interview because I was like, look, no matter what, I'm getting you on this. So it's going to be a little shorter than average. Uh, but I wanted her to kind of just take us through a verse or because obviously it's acapella. So yeah. you can do it in English. You can do it. In, it's Yem- is what's the language? Yemeni. Yemenis? Yeah. Yemen. Arabic. Arabic. So sorry. <laughs> Farsi? 
No, Arabic. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, can you talk us through, like, a, a verse or, you know, kind of just, and then break it down for us? Sure. <clears throat> What a shame. People are treated with brutality. All the hate overshadows our humanity. People open your rights and realize the answer is peace for the question in your mind. I can feel the change coming. What's one we can get all up and running? This is for the people out there. Killing and acting like I don't really care. What I'm trying to bring is peace. This is my message for my eyes to your ears to your listen. Mm. Ah. Long time. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Um, so yeah. wow. So what is um? What's one of your favorite songs that you that you perform? Uh, Mary. Mary. It's always that. Uh, M A like M A R like B Mary like A R Y. Okay. Mary. Um. What uh? What's what's one of your? Well, so that's your favorite song. What is the meaning behind that? Uh, it's about underage marriage. Okay. And this girl that I met. So, so so that was your first song that you ever wrote or like no. or performed or no? No, it wasn't. And my first song was um, Confessions. Hmm. Okay. But Mary, you know, I have um, uh, other, you know, I met kids. Uh, they were in Santa Barbara. Okay. They actually emailed me that they were studying about me. And they wow. did a cover for my song, Mary, and they posted it on YouTube as a surprise. So that's why, like, this song is. And um, I got it recorded, um, thankfully, in Sweden. I had the chance to record it. Oh. So I got it already. I'm trying to film a music video. Yeah. And, yeah. So you're just moving along. And so when did you or how did you know that you were, you know, you got verified on Instagram? Because like oh, to yeah. Americans, you know, that's like a really cool thing, you I guess. You know this thing? Uh, when I was in New York, Lincoln Center, uh, there were actually Facebook team watching what I, what I was talking about. And she actually came up to me and she was like, you inspired us and we want to give you something in return. We don't know what, you know, but can we verify your accounts? I was like, really? <laughs> and by then, I didn't have Instagram. So she was like, make it now, and I'll verify it for you as a one follower, and I'm your follower. Wow. And so you got followed me, and yeah, I got verified. So you got verified one follower right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. how- and I get messages now, how much did you pay? <laughs> <laughs> and here you are working for it. That's so dope. Um, so going off of that, now that you know that you have this uh, platform and all that stuff, where do you, you want to take that? Um, I guess you could say to the next level. Like, where do you want to take this? You know, what what kind of things do you want to reach? Uh, after you know moving here, it's kind of different because um, you know I'm starting a new life with my sister and on our own. So that's when I like I kind of stopped writing for a while. I stopped you know getting inspired, even though the struggle that I've been through, I could write about that. Right. But I don't know. I feel like whenever I want to write something, my my phrases. So I'm going through this phase, but I'm actually planning to film a music video for my song, Mary, and I want to go more globally. That's awesome. So what, what keeps you, what, now that you're here in America just with your sister, what's more, what's the most, or the biggest piece of your inspiration now? You know, like, is it to do it for, you know, like, not only to make your father proud, make your country proud, um, what, like, what is your biggest inspiration right now? Uh, my parents, mm. because um, I wanted to see them. They actually wanted to come, but with the travel ban that happened, right. they couldn't. So, so they've never seen you outside of... Yeah. Wow. They wanted to come to the United States, but their visa got denied. Mm. Because, you know, Yemen is banned. That's the thing. I'm just waiting and praying, so... And have you been... Again. When's the last time you've actually gone back? Um, a year. Okay. Yeah, but it was the first time that I'm away from my family. This, right. This so what, how does it feel living in Arizona just with your sister, you know, like living away and chasing a dream for a bigger purpose? Um, it's not that bad. 
I'm, I'm thankful because, you know, every day I meet new people, inspiring, and, you know, it, it just keeps your life fresh. <laughs> like how I met you. Hey, I'm telling you guys, literally sitting down, just talking to her. I forgot the first question. Oh, I think you just introduced, like, you know, I'm from Yemen, and then you're like, I'm a rapper. Oh, you're a rapper. And then, you know, just going through that, and then, you know, just talking about it. Um, I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me, like you said, was, you know, the death wishes and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, obviously, I don't want you to take us through like that, but, like, you know, like you said, it was threats on the life, threats on the family, um, and things like that. Um, well, who are your biggest inspirations in music Like, do you, that you feel like did kind of what you're doing except in their mm. focuses or when you think of other artists and stuff like that? <laughs> uh, well, I won't say too bad. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of rappers, um, for, my, like, for my situation, you know, the first thing that kind of really pushed me back in the days, it was the song No Love mm. for Eminem and Lil Wayne. Shout out to it. Shout yeah. out to him. Shout out to Wayne. <laughs> Carter Five. Yeah, that song really touched me. Okay. And okay. that's when I know that everybody is struggling on their own ways. You don't have to complain about it. You just move on. You move with it. So top five artists, not just rappers, but top five artists. I told you I was gonna ask. Yeah. Top five artists that if you were to click on your on your iPod or on your phone right now, um, who who is who's in the library Jake right now? Paul. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lil Wayne. Um, Mia. Um, who else? Eminem. And the, fi- the, the fifth one is mixed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who's the mixed Every, A little bit. Of a little bit of everybody? Yeah. Okay. Who would you in the industry, you know, kind of just as you're going through it now, like to like link up with or, you know, be able to collab with or even just, oh you know, catch, some, catch a, a spark of inspiration from or, yo, I heard your song. Like who, if you got a DM, would be like, yo, blank, blank, DM me. <laughs> That's a hard one. Come on. You oh. never know who can hear this. I promise you. <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yes. Okay. Is it because Definitely. is it because he's an entertainer or is it because you think he's attractive? He, oh, my God. Don't go that far. <laughs> Both. 50-50. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Yeah. Definitely Chris Brown. What, um, what else about, you know, like living in not only California or, excuse me, Arizona, but about America, you know, is, is has been... A blessing for you to be able to enjoy or see or what do you when you write back to your mom and dad about like why you're happy to be in here like what what else about it uh people are different you know they don't give you the looks and they don't judge you by the look i mean like not really judge you everyone judges, but the way that you dress hmm. you know they look at me normally and they treat me normally that's what i love that's awesome. Um, so a few more questions, and I'll let you go, I promise. Um, I always ask people basically to uh, write a write a letter to their future self or to their past self. Um, and, you know, kind of just like a, a letter of inspiration or a letter of, like, encouragement. Um, but, you know, in your sense, I want you to write um, to the women of Yemen. Um, right now, every single woman is going to read this. It's on a broadcast, essentially. What would your letter say? And you can, you can do it in Arabic, you can do it in English. Okay. You can do it in Arabic first and yeah. then break it down in English. I think that'd be dope. All right. Assalamu alaikum. Ya banat al-Yaman wa banat al-Arab fi kul makan. Look at me and see what I've been through and what I where I am right now and what I'm doing. Abadim ma fi waqt lil-nihaya. عمره إذا أحد إذا كل الناس قالوا لكم إيش تسووا وإيش ما تسووا في الحياة ما راح توصلوا مكان 
لازم انت تسوي اللي انت تبغيه stand for yourself speak for yourself if you don't like it say it you don't have to you know be quiet, be quiet. لا تخافوا من اي شيء في الدنيا and I'm with you and I'm sure there's a lot of girls in this world that supporting you fully And just end it out just like that. Yeah. That's so dope. Now, floor is yours. Anything you want to finish with? How do we keep in contact with you? Um, you know, booking emails, anything like that. <laughs> My Instagram page. Um, we're probably gonna post that. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. Po- I will post it. Uh, but you have to make sure to spell it out so people okay. know it. A M A A N I Y A H Y A. Find me on Instagram. It's verified, so you get recognized. <laughs> it's cracking. I promise. Is it cracking? No catfishing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, follow me. Feel free to DM me. I I reply. I'm not that. Famous yet? <laughs> humble, humble, very humble. Yeah, I always reply. So I would love to see your messages and what do you think about this, you know, episode? And let me know. Awesome, awesome. So one more thing, or no? Yeah, one more thing. I'm trying to think of what I was gonna say though. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh, about the Instagram. Um, so you know, I wanted to actually. Damn, I should have asked it before, but um, you you do music, but like I feel like you're really big into fashion. Also, yeah. do you feel like that's a, a really good like expression of not only who you are, but the uh, the freedom that you're able to do now with like how you dress and all that stuff? Yes. Do you think? Do you think how how big of an impact do you think fashion is to music? Uh, fashion is like uh, it's something different because. In Yemen, I used to go out wearing abaya sometimes. Nobody and now abaya is like... Was, yeah, it was covering okay. everything. So uh, I'm trying to like show what I like and what I'm not like in fashion. And people actually, you know, comment with, you're not a model. Why are you posting pictures? Post music. I'm like, no. Mm. Art has no, you know, um, you can be whatever you want, you want, you know, model. Okay, why not music? Why not? Just... A little bit of everything is good. Awesome. I love it. I love and it. And I'm not, you know, uh, after I traveled, that's why I, like, I stopped kind of posting on social media a lot. I don't know. I feel like I'm becoming more, like, picky mm. when it comes to my pictures and stuff. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You're supposed to only post Because, yeah, best. whenever I post pictures, you know, a lot of people use that against me. Mm. You know, I need to check if, you know, my tummy is out or hide that you know just uh, do you feel like that's a lot of uh a lot of the reasons or a lot of the social network kind of like the bad side of social network because you know they think i dress like a guy because my short hair so they're like um oh you're pretending to be a guy oh my god so yeah they panic (laughs) what a what a baby not you them (laughs) um when it comes to marriage or it comes to love um do you feel like Because of, you know, like your your upbringing and all that stuff versus now being in America, do you feel like it's kind of changed a little bit because you're not really around a lot of Yemen men um, mm-hmm. or, you know, like you're not, I mean, you know, there's more uh, Chris Browns, quote unquote, <laughs> Chris Browns in America now. Uh, do you feel like, you know, you might marry somebody outside of uh, Yemen and as long as they're Muslim, would that make it or, you know? I... Like, I don't know. I've never thought about that. That's, so That's good. We're too young. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask you, you know what I'm saying? Just just in case anybody wants to hop in the oh, DMs, slide okay. in the DMs. You never know. Um, 
open. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I know, you know, like you said, you're in there with your, you know, you're hanging out with your sister and, uh, you know, uh, but like I said, guys, I really wanted to get her on this. Um, not only just like Thank she said about so women's rights, me. absolutely. Uh, women's rights um, and just sticking up for exactly what you believe. And I think Honestly, that's the biggest thing that about Say It Loud, the podcast is, you know, Say It Loud for me was to always and always understand that one of our amendments in America is for our First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom, period, because it's not just about speaking anymore. It's about living your truth and being a part of your purpose. And uh, when I heard her story within maybe four minutes, I think I was like, I'm getting you on this episode um, before I leave. And I promised her that. And I kept my word and she kept her word and showed up. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming out. Do you have any last words you'd like to say before I end it out? Thank you for having me and um, I really want, you know, people to know and understand what you know, women are going through through the Middle East, you know, there's a lot of uh, bad things that the social media doesn't, you know, let or talk about. So really, thank you. And I wish you a safe flight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Once again, you guys have heard it first on Say It Loud. It is your host, Boogie the Beast. And we are taking over the world one episode at a time. Until the next episode, stay black and stay woke. You are now tuned into the one and only. Say it loud. Yo, say it loud. Say it loud. Come on now, dog. Best podcast I've ever listened to. Say it loud. Say it loud podcast.